Hello, this is Dr. Robert Hesslink with the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. We're going to talk today about retirement challenges for women. And in some respects, this does impact men who are in relationships. And men have issues related to some of these as well. So the first one is the challenge of living longer. Women are living longer than men. It's a given, right? At age 65, a woman can expect to live, on average, an additional 20.5 years, right? So that pushes it over 85, compared with the man who's only going to live another 18 years. This is from data from the Fed from 2014. Also, many women live into their 90s. Women actually comprise almost 70% of the population 85 age years or older, right? Eight out of 10 centenarians are women. So when you look at that 100 plus birthday pictures, it's usually mostly a female. So we're living longer. We're having a great time. We're not necessarily living better, the quality of life, but we're living, right? So we got to plan for it. Now, number two, women have a higher likelihood of living on their own. And that's just the fact that they're living longer and men are dropping out. According to recent statistics, 36% of women aged 65 and older are widowed, with 14% of them divorced. In fact, about half of all women aged 75 and older live alone. And when you live alone, you can, you can start to lose that independence. You start to lose the engagement with with society and being around others. So if you have uh, a spouse or a mother or even a father or a friend, a family member that is living alone, work with the community and the network to keep them engaged. Uh, I think there's some good work that talks about depression and being alone. Women are more likely to take career breaks for caregiving, right? As we talked a couple sessions ago, Women are the bulk of caregivers. Yes, there's some some men who step it up and take care of their spouse or their parents. But for the most part, it usually is the female that comes in uh, in a family unit. So they're taking time out of the workforce to raise children and or care for their aging parents. And when you step away from the workforce, right, there's a lot of significant financial implications You have lost income and employer benefits, such as retirement benefits and health insurance. Lost incomes mean lower savings. And as we've talked last week, your Social Security is based on a 35-year look back on your highest earnings. Now, if you've stepped out of the workforce for a while, maybe those most recent 35-year look back, you're going to have a lot of zeros or some very low numbers. The key with Social Security is try to keep those numbers growing to get that full retirement age uh, primary insurance amount, right? But if you got to step back to take care of a family member or friend, then that kind of goes up and goes down. So something that's very troubling and worrisome. There's the vulnerability in the event of divorce or spouse job loss, right? I mean, that's going to impact a woman. Maybe she's going to have to go back even though she's not quite ready. And then when you go back to the workforce, right, the other challenge that women have is they earn less. And they earn less because 
uh, they're viewed as maybe having weaker skill sets. Um, 2014 Bureau of Labor Statistics says on the average, women earn about 82% of what men earn. Now, there are some uh, sectors of uh, the workforce where women are on parity, not too many of them, but it's also shown that there are areas where uh, women do fall quite significantly behind men in wages. You know, there's been news about the uh, female actresses talking about the disparity between what they get paid and their supporting male uh, leads in films. The USA women's soccer team uh, is going to go on strike uh, to try to get higher wages. When they did the original contract, they they were paid significantly less because the notion was that they thought men soccer, men's soccer was going to be much more popular. But I think, in fact, the women's soccer team in the USA has a much greater following than the men. And rightly so. They've done very well. They actually have better record. So it is definitely something to consider. Now, when you step out of the workforce, right, it's difficult to get jobs. You lose skill set. You know, maybe you're not able to keep up with technology. Maybe you're perceived as being unprepared or there's that profiling of just looking old, right? And people think that because you might have gray hair, you have dementia, you're senile, and you're not very bright. Uh, but we know that's not true. Um, I have clients in their 90s who are sharp as a tack and they're very uh, capable at whatever we're trying to do. So aging and the way you look is not reflective of your mental capacity. So when we talk about these challenges, it relates to income, right? And, and when we plan for income in retirement, you know, there's this broad range of maybe 60-90% of replacement income uh, when you're in retirement. And naturally, when you're working as a couple, it, it makes that calculation a little easier. But as a single whim, woman who is now alone after age 65 or 75 or 85, there's considerable challenges that come into play. And that's why it's critical to review all these, right? Because it's the housing cost, right? Where are you going to live? You're going to stay in your house? You're going to go into an apartment? You're going to go into a living facility? Those all have varied costs. Uh, if you're working, you got work-related expenses. Healthcare, we know healthcare expenses are on the rise and could take a considerable amount of uh, income. Uh, Long-term care costs are uh, the big balloon out there in terms of most of the Americans are underfunded in that component. Uh, so that's going to be a big challenge down the road. And then, you know, maybe you want to have fun, you want to have entertainment, you want to go to a movie, you want to have friends over, you want to travel. That all requires money as well. So if we're talking about planning, you know, there's things we need to do is maybe start sooner if you can. Uh, start having some varied interest in terms of general uh, savings accounts and plannings. Um, so... What I like to recommend is, you know, you plan, you budget, you save, you invest, and you monitor, right? You need to have all of that in place. 
Now, it's great to work together as a couple on those issues, but as an individual, you need to write down the plan, you need to stick to it, and you don't necessarily need to hire a financial advisor full-time, but I do recommend every other year to have an annual review to find out, well, where am I, what does the future look like, and what am I doing wrong, and what can I be doing better? Because if you have a shortfall in your income projections, right, then you're going to have to maybe delay retirement, work during retirement, or find some other sources of retirement income. And that can be quite challenging. So uh, it is something that we need to consider. Uh, Women, because of the four issues that we talked previously, uh, do uh, have a little more Uh, challenge than men, but I think with a good plan and a good financial advisor, uh, most individuals can really benefit and come out in the long run. All right, that's it for now. A little short short podcast on those challenges for women. Uh, As always, I appreciate your feedback or any questions or maybe some topics you want to hear my thoughts on. Robert Hesslink here with Centerpoint Advisors in beautiful Lake Oswego, Oregon. You can always reach me at 951-523-1563. And naturally, I am only allowed to discuss securities in those states in which I am licensed. Thank you very much and have a great day.